Okay. Hello and welcome back to another episode of our Gospel Love Podcast. I am Caitlin. I am Aramis. And I am Coach D. And today we are going to be recapping. What, why, I feel like, why I feel like she whispered? It does sound like you're talking a little loud. Am I? A little bit. Okay. Yes, okay. All right. You gotta whisper. I mean, you know, as long as the mic gets it, I know. Okay, well, I'm just making sure that it's adjusted oh, to. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you wanted to start over or something. So you want me to start over? No, I don't. I want you to keep going. I want to keep all this in the, in the podcast. <laughs> uh, today we are going to be recapping our gospel love event that we finally, finally had. Yeah. Dinner and Dialogue. Yeah, that was a good name. Who thought that, that up? Thing. Who thought that up? Leon. <laughs> you know who thought that up. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta do everything. That was good. I'll give you I'll give you your props there. Yeah, dinner, dinner and, di- and dialogue. Dinner and dialogue, yeah. Dinner and dialogue is where we have dinner. We just we had a dialogue and we talked about um the communication part. Um but yeah, I I thought it was I thought it was a great event. Everybody else thought it was a great event. Mm. Um we sent out the thank you um text the other day and I got Everybody responding from uh, voicemails to hearts to can't wait to the next one. So right. um, it's something that we, we're going to grow, we're going to build, and eventually, excuse me, be able to um, take on the road, take the show on the road. So Yeah, um, this was like our local yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, let's yeah. get back into it mm-hmm. um, event. So I think yeah. I think it was a great it was a great turnout and I think everybody really, really enjoyed it. Enjoyed themselves. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, I had a good time. I mean, <laughs> you and I were, you know, working. <laughs> I, I, I had a great time. I enjoyed it. I, I think, you know, seeing seeing the way that everybody else had an opportunity to enjoy it, but also still, like, I like what you pointed out before when we were talking about it. You know, it, 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 it was it was a group engagement, but there was still plenty of space for the intimate moments. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sharing a meal, being able to just talk, you know, uh, be, be, between you know, husband and wife. And uh, we, we ain't going to give away our secrets and how we, we were doing that because, you know, yeah, we got some ways we want to do that. But you summarized it. You, I'm sorry, you summarized it mm-hmm. in a way that I thought was best so far. You remember what you said? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was similar to what he said, what, what I said, which was... Um, so you can't remember what you said in another way. No, <laughs> he... Like. No! <laughs> he said what I said. I said it was... It was a... It was... There was space to have the close, intimate... Uh, time with your spouse and and you know without giving away how it went down like you had that time but at the same uh but in the same you know room you still had that community feeling so you you felt alone like it was just you and your spouse but you felt surrounded by love and Mm. you knew you were surrounded by love so that was my favorite part i loved that yeah there was actually a um one of the video voice messages that i got someone said that it was great to have a uh, nice, intimate dinner with my spouse, but it was also good to be able to look around and see so many couples sharing that same moment. Mm-hmm. And they didn't feel like they were all by themselves. Right. And, the interacting, know. like, you know, we could be talking, but then, like, you know, somebody say a joke and, like, we all kind of join in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It, it was, that made it fun yeah, and, and interactive. And, and that's the culture or the ambiance we want to create. Uh, we want to be able to create a, a, a place where, you know, you can still have the intimacy of a, you know, of a candlelight dinner. But at the same time, you know, there is an interaction that takes place 
in a communal setting that can't be replaced. Right. Like it can't be replaced. Like, right. like Paul said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as a man of some is. Um, and then he talks about what happens in that assembling. Admonishment, encouragement, inspiration. All those things take place in that community. And people are inspired without their have. You don't have to preach to get people inspired. Right. You know, you don't have to stand up there and preach, to, you know, like folks do to inspire people. You know, just the, a visual of, of seeing couples loving each other, kissing each other, playing together, you know, stuff that takes place in that atmosphere, um, you know, is inspiring, is encouraging. Right. And so we got a couple of couple of uh, voice messages um, uh, that that expressed that, that they were just it was great to be able to be a part of a, a, a community of couples that are just that are serious about marriage mastery, that's serious about being having a faith based marriage. Because I'm finding out that folks ain't serious about faith-based marriage. Man. Folks, folks don't, the folks, I'm talking about, I'm talking about folks. They ain't really serious about their marriage being pleasing to God. You know, they've adopted this, this divorce culture way of being married. They're settling and suffering through a lot of things that, that God never intended for them to suffer through. And they're calling it marriage, but it's really not marriage. There's no oneness in, involved in it. You know, they're living the same life. They're living like they living as if they were single. Like that's not marriage. And so, I mean, you know, this sexless marriage stuff is going on now. Sleeping in separate bedrooms and, you know, you know, uh, what they call it, uh, love without affection. Like, what, 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 what yeah. are we talking about? Yeah. Like, that's what the divorce culture is propagating now. Like, like sexless marriage. Like what? Like what? Right. Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I know you can't comprehend. No, they playing games, man. They playing games, man. So, so to be able to to be able to address that and and see that and and, and really create a community where there's a strong connection um, between the between the married the married couples, but then also the the, the individual couples. So, um, and then also one of my favorite parts was the communications game we played, mm. and just seeing. Like, I wish I had more time to um, elaborate on those who were successful in communicating to their spouse what they saw and those who weren't and why. Because it's indicative of what happens a lot of times when couples are at home in the privacy of the living room or the bedroom or the kitchen and, they, and, they're, and they're not on the same page. And, and there they're, they're becomes this, this, this place for an argument when... When if you had these simple communication skills, I'm going to say that again, they're skills, which means if something is a skill, it can, it can be learned first. If it can be learned, it can be mastered. We can master the communication skills. Right. Love comes with its own language, but there's a skill to communicating. And the number one skill, the number one skill that we talk about is. Fight to understand your spouse before you fight to be understood by your spouse. You fight to understand your spouse before you fight to be understood by your spouse. And the person who had the best drawing, because the, 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 the nature of the game was to create a uh, drawing of a picture that your, the husband communicated to the spouse without, without the wife seeing it. And the husband had to clearly communicate to his wife and vice versa. We did both. 
but the one that was the best was um, was a couple. And I, as I was walking around looking, you know, I was looking, I was seeing some folk. I just, I just went on to the next table, right? Because they was just bad. Just listening to them, they was, they was, they was about to argue right there, right? <laughs> but, but then when I get to this table, I'm like, wow, like, like. And I asked, how did y'all, how did y'all come up with that? And the wife said, because I asked questions. Right. Basically, what she was doing, she was asking questions to get an understanding of what was in his mind. Right. She wanted to know what was in his mind. And if if she didn't think he was articulating it clearly to the point to where she could write it, draw it out, she would then ask more questions. Right. right? So the 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 lesson in that is is husbands, don't be afraid or don't get nervous when your wife begins to ask you questions, because a lot of times she's just trying to understand what you're trying to communicate to her and vice versa. Right. A wife can't get upset because a husband starts asking questions because I like I'm very like detail oriented. So I want I ask questions all the time. Like, like, what do you mean? Right. Like, I want to know. What do you mean? Like, ex- like explain it to me. I remember I never forget this movie. Denzel Washington was in it. He said he said his, the, 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 the underlining theme and it kept coming up in the movie was explain it to me like I'm a five year old. Like make it as clear as like explain it to me like like that clearly. And so. A lot of times that's what goes into couples getting into arguments is because they're fighting to be understood. You just don't understand me. You don't understand how I feel. Well, wait, 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 wait. If you fought that hard to understand me and I fight that hard to understand you, there'll be no room. Hmm. And this is how I said there'll be no room for argument. There'll be no room because remember, sin crouches at the door. Right. It's just waiting for a little crack. But when you, when you, when the, when when you, we in Buffalo now, so when the, when the, when right now we got snow around, right? I got the folks. It's called they call weed man. I got the folk come around the house, and they reseed the grass, right? When they come and reseed the grass, they do what they call they call it overseeding. Well, one day the folks was out there. And I'm like, man, why you put so much? Why you put so much? Are you all? It's just covered in seed. I mean, why you put so much seed out there? He says, I put so much seed out there so there won't be room for weeds to grow. Right. That's why they overseed mm-hmm. because they want the grass to grow so tight that there's no room for weed. That's how you eliminate weeds. Right. Right. So here's a great here's a great segue. Here's a great segue. Oneness eliminates the weeds. It's so tight. The grass becomes one. It's literally, it literally becomes one at the root. If you, if you could, the way he explained it, if you could, if you could um, cut all the grass down just so you can see the, the roots, it would look like one bed. One, one bed with no space in between. Mm. It looked like one bed. It looked like, you, it looked like you unrolled a carpet and rolled it over the grass. That's how it would look. There's no room for the seeds to get in. See, we have so many couples, so many marriages where, where they're not overseeding culture of love they don't have a culture of love that 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 oversees or overlaps you know each other and so there's room there's room there's space for things to get in there right and so we have to you know you have to be in a, com- a culture and a community that that creates that so that so that just there's no room there's no room for argument there's no room for fussing there's no room for you know sexless marriage there's no room for you sleeping in one room me sleeping in another there's no room there's no room for you know, pork, there ain't no room for none of that stuff. 
I refuse to allow space for the enemy to come in there and create havoc. Right. I, I talked to a uh, talked to a paralegal this morning. Um, I was driving Uber, and she deals specifically with divorces. And she said that most times it's people who are still dealing with childhood issues with their parents that causes them to not be able to deal with or, you know, develop in the skills that, you know, they need in order to, to, uh, to have a, a successful marriage. Mm. And I'm only bringing this up because I, I, I think, I think it's important for people to, to deal with that kind of stuff the right way. You know, I, I know for, for, for myself in particular, that that was one of the the things that was getting in the way for me and, and creating a lot of emotional responses as opposed to, you know, soulish responses and and, and logical responses uh, when it came to my husbandry and 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 the way that I love Caitlin. Mm -hmm. And the second that I began to deal with that, it allowed the emotion to be in its right place. So mm -hmm. that I can begin to be who I'm supposed to be mm -hmm. and love how I'm supposed to love, and I, I just I don't you know I don't want that to get missed in in people's um, you know pursuit of of oneness it, you know whatever whatever um, emotional responses that continue to come up I think it's really important to, to you know take a look at that and say where where is this coming from like we we have to we have to have a, a certain level of objectivity about ourselves to say where is this coming from what's what's the root of this response mm -hmm. you know and, and and really pray about it and say lord like reveal to me where go ahead finish you know lord where 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 is this coming from right. you know and, and then and then put yourself in a position to deal with it so that you can get right well i think the challenge to what you just said though was having an individual having the objectivity and 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 to be able to see themselves through an unbiased perspective uh I would say for most folks, that's gonna be tough. That's I would say almost impossible. That's why you need a coach. Yeah. That's why you need a coach. That's why you need to call Coach D. That's why y'all need to connect us to so Coffee in the Morning. So you can be told. So you right. So you need somebody else. Yeah. So we was talking about this, right? Mm. The scripture says this. It Paul was talking to the Church of Corinth, and you know Paul was a simple dude, right? He says he says I'm afraid for you. And they were dealing with a lot of issues from marital issues to, you know, uh, sinful issues to doing communion wrong. They was doing they had a they had a it was raggedy. Church is raggedy. Right? It was just raggedy. Right. And so Paul says, I'm afraid for you. At least the same way uh, the serpent used, subtil used subtility to um, beguile Eve. You also be removed from the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. Like marriage is simple. Right. It's simple to 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 those who understand it. And I was talking, we was talking on the service the other night, like like you want to learn from people who simplify the thing. And I, I, I used a couple of people who I follow from a business perspective. Like it's so simple. They've simplified it. We talk about an experience that I had that after talking to a husband and he gave me what happened between him and his wife and I gave him the solution. He's like, man, I love how you, he was saying it kind of in a sarcastic way. I love how you just make it sound so simple. Yeah. It, like as a coach, that's mm -hmm. what I'm supposed to do. 
I'm supposed to take that which is complicated and simplify it. Most folks want the complication. Right. I'm supposed to take that which you don't understand and give you understanding so that it's simple. Mm -hmm. This is how you solve this. That's why you need a coach. Most folks aren't at a level of understanding to where they can simplify a situation and a circumstance and, and be done with it. Right. I'll never forget, Leslie used to always say, I, I, would, I, would, I would see a situation, dissect it, and say, okay, we got a choice to make, either this or this. Mm -hmm. Why you always got to, because that's what it is. Yeah. Like, let's get to the root, let's simplify this thing so that we get an understanding, so we don't have to deal with this no more. So we don't have to come back. We don't have to face this particular situation, right? How do we? How do we? How do we get to the point to where this thing is simple? Marriage is simple. We talked about it. We talked about the simplicity in marriage is that marriage is made for lovers. But that that's really that's really the the, the root of of what people need to be focused on, right? People usually tend to want to deal with the fruit. They tend to want to deal with, you know, communication or sex or, or you know, money. Th those are all fruits mm -hmm. that come from oneness and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and having, you know, the, the coaching and all that kind of and the skills and everything necessary to, to make marriage simple and easy, right? But I think when you're, when you're getting into, you know, when you're going into marriage, people think, compatibility they think you know me and this person laugh all the time we have a good time they think all these things that really have nothing to do with the root of the issue they mm -hmm. they, they want to deal with the fruit mm -hmm. and it's wrong it's upside down right you in our conversation the last five minutes you mentioned one is at least three times you can listen to folks preach from the pulpit you can listen to folk talk on instagram you can listen to folk talk on clubhouse about marriage for an hour they'll never mention one this once They'll never mention one this once. They don't know what marriage is about. They'll never mention one this once. And they, and, they, and they call themselves giving you solutions. But if you don't know the end goal for marriage, then how are you going to give me a solution? Right. Because my, my solution got to be rooted in, in accomplishing the end goal. Little do they know, they just, they're just further complicating the matter because they're just dealing with the fruit. Right. See, folks who just deal with the fruit are really bringing more complications yep. than they are solutions. Mm, mm -hmm. because, because what they're giving you is not sustainable. Yep. I can give you tactics and strategies and keys and tricks and tips and all that stuff all I want. But if you don't identify as a lover, you're going to run out of gas. Yeah. Yep. You're going to run out of gas. That's like, that's like I'm a farmer. And I'm trying to sell a store apples. So I'm going to go to somebody else's <laughs> apple field and pick all the apples and bring them. But I don't got no trees in my right. own. Right. You got a tree in your own. Once he stopped making apples, you're done. Right. Right. Because you're not tapped into the source. So, like, like, but people don't, people don't understand. We're just running to anybody to get help. And that's just that's the nature of it. Right. People don't know what they don't know. But, but that's why, again, that's on us to put, to put ourselves in a position where we're bringing an awareness to what it is God has given us as it relates to marriage because this, this, this thing is simple, right? We're talking now about what marriage is. We wrote a book that I'm sure we're going to get an advertisement in here at some, at some point mm -hmm. that's talking about what love is because people need to know what love is yeah. because I'm, 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 just, I'm, just, I'm just to the point of, of, of no return when it comes to people talking about you need more than love to make marriage work. We just heard another brother say it the other day. No, 
You know, love is not enough. Love is not like, love is not like, like, like I'm trying to reconcile that in my, like, if love was enough for God and his marriage, how is it not enough for our marriage? They're saying God is not enough. Well, they're saying God is not enough. I know, but I, I'm just, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Because oh, they're okay. good people. I'm, okay. sure I'm trying to, I'm trying to work <laughs> But you talking about love is not, like, like how? Like, how? Like, like, if love, if love can't do it, what can? Yeah. It's the most powerful force in the universe. So we wrote a book called What Love Is to give people a full comprehensive revelation of what love is. And now we're talking about in our Coffee in the Morning Club what marriage is. This, too, will become another devotional, 31-day devotional, so that people can sit down daily and discover what marriage is from a faith-based perspective. And so we've been talking about this week about marriage, and this is probably one of the weightier matters uh, as it goes into what marriage is, um, but we, we, we're talking about, first of all, marriage being a solution, mm -hmm. right? Marriage is the solution for three things. Man's need for companionship, because man needs to connect. The idea of companion, companionship um, comes from the idea of something being common, or we having something in common, right? There's a, there's a, there's a connection based off the commonality that we have. There's a connection that can be created based off the commonality that we have um, in this case, as man, man and woman, there's, there's a connection that we can make. There's a companionship. There's a there's a, um, a mutual energizing, a mutual loving, a mutual creating um, this this connection that that was built into being man. Right. That's built into being man. Um, one of the first books that I ever read um, when I got saved was by E.W. Kenyon. It was called A Father and His Family. And it was a love story between God and the church and how he needed, or, or I should say his man, how he needed to have fellowship with man. God has a need. God has a need. That need is to love. Right. We were created in his image and his likeness. Man has a need. That need is to love. All right. She got to play a game. Play a game? That's what I got to do. So you got just restart or change the pattern? No. All right. Just uh. Well, how about next time? You just before you get up, just let me stop talking. Well, I stopped you at a good point. Like, you think so? Yeah, because you were like a need, a need for love change. Mm. But you were already then, halfway up. No, I waited till he stopped, and then he continued on and. and so you know, got we got two, four eyes. What you got? We got four so cameras I got four too. Eyes. <laughs> Shit, shit, shit. Oh, you got the camera too, got right, camera right, too. Right, right? I did get up when he, but I stopped when he like at a good cutoff point, and then he just continued. He decided to continue on. I was like, I got it, and then he went on. Wait, anyways. what part? What part did you think you left at? He said twice, "God has a need for love. God has a need for love," and I was like, "Perfect. Let me get up." And then he said one more thing. Okay, so um, <laughs> so we ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. So yeah, so so God has a need for loving. He created man with that same need. Mm -hmm. So marriage is the solution for man's capacity to function at his most powerful state. Like there's no greater, there's no other relationship where man can fully express the totality of loving than a marriage between the husband and there's no greater. There's no greater. So marriage has got a solution for man's companionship and his need to love at the highest level, to be at his most powerful state. 
So the first aspect of love being a solution is that it needs it solves the problem of companionship um, and loving at the highest level. And then we talked about we're in the midst of talking about now marriage is about the new man, which is one of our most weightier sides of talking about marriage because you're talking about the amalgamation of of two personalities, two belief structures, two um, two psychologies, two emotional states, two desires becoming one. Like like you're talking about you're talking about you're talking about bringing the gift set, you're talking about bringing the natural abilities, you're talking about bringing the acquired skills, you're talking about bringing the spirituality, you're talking about bringing um, the intellectual prowess, you're talking about bringing those, those two minds and becoming one. You're talking about multiplying the force of faith and, and the, 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 the power of the soul and the power of the spirit. You're talking about bringing all that together for a specific power and purpose. Like it's about the new man. Right. And so we've been talking about the depth of that and and the intensity of that yeah. and the power of that. Right. A, a, a degree of conversation that most folks don't tap into, don't even don't even think about when it comes to marriage. But when you really get down to the purpose of marriage and what God intended for marriage, like God intended for your marriage to not just impact your life, but to impact your children's children's life. Like the God expects you to leave a legacy of loving wisdom. And, and, and finances for your family. Right. Like he expects you to see, he expects your son to watch you love your wife, to love his mother, and then he in turn duplicates that to his spouse. And you perpetuate that for generations to come. Like it's so, like what God intended for marriage to impact not just your household, but your community, your society, your state, your country. Mm-hmm. Like marriage is, marriage is the, is the, is the, is the epicenter of by which society was designed to function and operate. Right. Marriage, marriage is marriage is a marriage is an engine, right? But but the one new man is the turbo. It's exactly that's a great great way to say it. You're like, adding horsepower. You're adding power in right, general. Right. To make that thing function at a completely different level mm. than it ever has. Right. Right. That new man, that new man. See, we get our picture of that from 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 the marriage between Christ and the church. Once we were once we once we are translated from Adam to Christ, if any man be in Christ, it's, it's a new creature. The marriage between Christ and the church was about the new man. It's about getting him to the I got to get I got to get them out of Adam into Christ. I got to get them into this new man. If I can just get them in this new man. And now here, here's the here's the uh, here's the um, scary part of that new man. Before before Jesus took us out of Adam into the, into Christ and translated into this new man, he demonstrated the new man. Mm. He was the living demonstration of the, of how the new man functions, wow. how the new man thinks, how the new man behaves, how the new man talks, how the new man loves, mm. how the new man shows good. He was the demonstration of the new man. And you, you want to talk about like how important your marriage is, like your marriage to function. In that capacity to where I can initially be that to my children and then wherever whoever comes into my sphere of influence can feel the effects of this new man. Can this, we, can this we just go love. back to Jesus being the, the yeah, example? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that that just that, that that took me. That took me somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like 
people people are really out here thinking that marriage is this ambiguous, you know, you know, this this big cloud that you enter into and you just kind of figure your way out through it together. We're going to do it together, baby. You hold hands and you, you yeah. just work through whatever issues you come through, but we're going to get through this thing. You got a blueprint. We got a blueprint. We got a blueprint. We just ain't never seen it. Folks ain't <laughs> talk to us about it. <laughs> we got a blueprint. Yeah. We, but we, we follow the world's blueprint. Right. We follow the divorce coach's blueprint. You know, we like if you didn't go to, you know, the world's, you know, what, what major in whatever the world tell you to major in, uh, what is it called, uh, uh, family and marital counsel, whatever. Then, but all that stuff is that all that stuff is, it's it's fallen man based and unrenewed mind based. It's all based off of the function of the fallen man. Different for believers. Now I get the folks that's outside of Christ, but folks mm -hmm. that's in Christ, mm -hmm. that's that's like. Worshiping God and love Lord, you you should you should they should be they should be banging down our doors to figure out find out about this stuff. Yeah. Right. We're talking about faith based faith based like like it's got to be rooted and grounded in the tenets of our faith. Right. And if Jesus isn't your model, if God isn't your, like like we 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 run out of time too. Mm -hmm. We um we um. <laughs> he told us like we know, was about to go like, over. Are you telling yourself <laughs> we, that? Yeah, yeah. We like we brought out in the in our coffee in the morning club that God referred to himself as a husband to Israel. Mm -hmm. And in Hosea chapter 4, verse 12, it says this. He says, when God gave Hosea a message, when he wanted to hit Hosea to go out and bring Israel out from their whoredoms, he said, he said, he said, this is what I'm going to do. He says, I'm going to allure them out into the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to speak comfortably to them. Like God was, he was saying, I'm, Jose, I'm going to go rescue them. I'm going to go, I'm going to draw them out of whatever mess they're in. And I'm going to speak comfortably to her. The idea of speaking comfortably to her is to speak face to face, eyeball to eyeball, heart to heart. Like it's to get you to understand how much I love you to the point to where you become tenderly devoted to me and you want to help solve all of my problems. That's how a husband is supposed to allure his wife into the secret chamber and then talk to her in a comfortable manner to where she recognizes the goodness and the love and the life that this husband wants to bring to her. Why wouldn't she submit to that? Because we're not speaking comfortably to her. But God is our example. He's our example. The word says he it was the goodness of the Lord that leaded Israel to repentance, that leaded men to repentance. Most husbands are trying to get their wives or most wives are trying to get their husbands to change without 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 goodness. They're trying to get them to change through fussing and fighting and complaining. You know, that causes a husband to go do. They go find the furthest place in the house they can. And they hide there. They stay there and they call it a man cave. The, 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 right? the, yeah, they call, they call it a man cave now, but the Bible calls, they says, they says, it's better to live on the on the on the rooftop than, than with a brawling and contentious woman. Mm. Like they go find the furthest place away from them thoughts they can. Like we call it man caves now. But in the Bible they call it the, the pinnacle, the top of the roof. Right? It's like 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 I gotta go somewhere. Right? So um the point is we, we have to get back to what God's intent for marriage was. Mm -hmm. And I don't know no better place to do it. Right. And here with the gospel love. Right. The good news of love and marriage. That's it. So, if you want to continue this conversation, make sure you click the link below. Join our Coffee in the Morning Club, where we have these discussions. What every they really day. need to join is our Marriage Master University. Oh, that too. They, they need really to need to get in our Marriage Master University. Right. That's like, true. If you get our Marriage Master University, mm -hmm. like, you talking about, you talking about, 
You talking about sowing a little bit, investing a little bit up front for a lifetime of liberty and freedom and peace. But anyway, we're talking yeah. about that. Links, links to that will be coming soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, until then, any closing thoughts or anything like that? No? All right. You asking me? No. Oh. Never mind. Because <laughs> we'll be here for another hour. Uh, until next time, we will see you. And yeah, all the links are below. See you next week.